Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Did anybody uh, win the $70 million last night? I don't think so. You know, I just saw that the numbers were put up. Uh, yeah, funny yesterday. But it's gone. It's gone like a couple of weeks now. With this, it's, it might be three or more now at this, at this seventy point. million thing. Yeah, yeah cause that's where it, it, that's where it tops off at, right? Seventy. It won't go beyond that. Uh, no, deal? they just keep adding the, uh, the the max billion prizes. Oh, okay. There's still uh, seventy million and another sixty three max y- millions. Yesterday, you know my <clears throat> theory on lottery tickets, and now I only buy uh, Lotterio. So. Yeah. I had literally a stack of them in my bedroom that I had not uh, checked. Maria has the app on her phone, so she had gone through a bunch of them, and a bunch of them were nothings, no winners. Then there was a handful that, you know, four bucks, eight bucks, free play, this kind of thing. Yep. So I felt bad. Uh, I wanted to have those ones that were um, not winners just checked, confirmed. So I grabbed like a fistful of them, and I took them to one variety store, and yeah, they were no winners. Then I had the fistful of the... the uh, the four and eight dollar winners and free plays. I took that to a different variety store because I didn't want to hold up the line at the one, and uh, and then I had like I don't know five or six that I hadn't I hadn't checked, and so I made my way to a third convenience store. Oh my goodness! Well, I had a lot of time yesterday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> That's not very convenient at yeah, well, that point. There, there's three very close to me, so uh, so then I I took those and the final one. Uh, I I think at the end of it, when it was all said and done, I had won like six bucks. So uh, as as uh, as we're wrapping up, he goes, ah, you know, you want the six bucks? Or you just want a, a lotto max? So I'm like, I don't think a lotto max. Yeah. I didn't even know the draw was last night. Then I look at it, it says uh, October 18th. Now I'm convinced in my head because you know I'm Mr. Not. Right. I thought if anybody's gonna win it, this it's the guy to... who doesn't want it. <laughs> and uh, and then I saw this morning, I think somebody in Ontario won a million bucks. Okay. So I might still be a millionaire you, you this could, morning. It could be. It could be. We shall see. <laughs> You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> but I I had it in my if head. It was 70 million. You'd find me at the end of a bridge somewhere. <laughs> oh, you'd be the first person I told in a very colorful text. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Lucky, tomorrow morning, you're hosting the show alone, and you can go bleep, bleep, bleep yourself, because I just took your dreams and bleeped on it. Yeah. Something to that effect. I I think you make a lot of enemies when you win this thing. If I did, I, I had it in my head. I was convincing myself last night. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, the kids aren't going to know, nobody, outside of Maria, nobody's knowing. I'm going to find a way to get out of this safe. Anyhow, looks like I'm still 70 million shy of being a uh, 70 millionaire. Um, if you hit snooze every morning, you a fan of the snooze? I am totally a fan of the snooze. Well, there was, uh, for some time, people thought it was bad for you. They'll allow yourself to keep falling into sleep and then startling yourself out of sleep. Right, and yeah. But it turns out it's not. It's fine. Research has been done. Hitting the snooze isn't really causing you any health issues. The problem is having the alarm clock at all. What we're supposed to do is go to bed at an hour where you would wake up naturally. So if you get up at 7 a.m., mm-hmm. you know, get to bed at like 10 so that you get your eight or nine hours, whatever you need, and then you come out of your sleep naturally. Having that alarm wake us up every morning it means most of us are walking around sleep deprived. Huh. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like on the weekends, there's some days I'll sleep in until like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And there's some that I'm up at seven. Right. And it's just 
you know, and I'm up, and that's it. I'm, and, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I can go back into the rack, and, and but but for the most part, I'm up. And I think it's my body just saying, that's right, all right, yep. we've had it. And when I look at it, it's like, okay, I went to bed at 11, it's at 7 o'clock. I've had eight hours sleep. So you need... Probably should be enough. Yeah, it is. It is. I, uh... On the weekends, I'm I'm odd this way, and that I my body clock because I guess of doing this for as long as we have. I'll wake up at like five thirty or six. I'll, I'll do that to use the bathroom, and then uh, and then I'll roll over. I'll read maybe a little bit, and then I'll I'll pass out again till like three in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a list that's been put together, a thread online where people are sharing things you probably shouldn't brag about. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like, for example, you re- never should really brag about how great of a drunk driver you are. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's not, not a good brag. No. no. How uh, easily you can manipulate people. How little sleep you get. Uh, boasting about just being a good person. Patting yourself on the back, I guess. Right. Things you shouldn't brag about. Yeah, I, I mean, you and I, I think, have learned... Uh, that we don't really brag about what time we wake up. No, um, I know, uh, I never complain, or complain about complain, it. Yeah. yeah. I say brag, I think more more about it is complain. Because people, uh, the honest reaction from most people is, well, how do you get up that early? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when they realize that we're back in bed by 10 in the morning. <laughs> <That's> 10? <laughs> 902. That's right. <laughs> I, uh, I have a, a little game I try to play. That final song we play at the yeah. end of the show, I try to get home before it ends. Wow. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I learned a long time ago that uh, there are a lot of people who get up at the same hour we do and actually work a full day. So. Uh-huh. Um, boasting about your intelligence. These are things we shouldn't brag about. Okay. About getting into and winning fights. Well, at a certain age. Like, I mean, I think it's okay to brag if you're like 12 that maybe you got in a fist fight and you beat the other guy up. Gotcha. But if you're 45 and talking about a bar fight you were in the night before. <laughs> oh, I kicked his ass. Time to reevaluate. Yeah. Uh, don't brag about jail time or going to prison. Okay. Yeah. How popular you were in high school or how hard you partied. Right. Well, and, and especially if you really don't realize how long ago that was. Mm. You know, when I look back on it now, <laughs> like, holy cow. A lifetime has gone by. <laughs> yeah, every now and then I'm on a, um, a Facebook uh, group. Uh, about my old high school out there in Bramley, Bramley Secondary, BSS. <laughs> yep, that's what we called it. And we didn't always refer to it as Bramley Secondary School. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, and, and I think there's like some, like almost, I, they want to do a celebration of the year that the school, I guess, opened. Right. Uh, and I think it's like some 60 or 70th anniversary of that. <laughs> and I'm doing the math and I'm going, damn, I'm not far off the opening. <laughs> And I don't, uh, and, and, and it's weird for me on uh, Facebook because I have uh, a lot of uh, high school, I won't even call them friends, people I knew in high school or I believe I knew because I've got them on Facebook as friends and I kind of recognize the names, but I don't recognize any faces. Yeah, I'm like that too. Where there's, and, and a lot of times, especially when it comes to Facebook, you go by mutual friends, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, I don't really recognize this face, slightly recognize the name, and I can't place as to why I know it. Yeah. But you got 140 mutual friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. I guess it's high school. You, say, you have to take a quick look through, say, okay, who do I know mutually? You know, if it's you and Doug, then it's probably through the radio station. Yeah, exactly.
And I mean, I'd feel terrible to go to this high school reunion and bump into some girl who I do not remember at all. And she goes, you know, we, we had sex. <laughs> Remember? Don't worry, Craig. Oh, that's right. right. It was high school. That didn't happen to college. (laughs) Kanye West, uh, he really needs to just lie down, have a sleep, shut up, get off of social media, because he is really digging himself deep, and it's going to start costing him financially a lot of dough uh, if uh, things work out the way the Floyd family, and I speak of George Floyd's family, would like to see things play out, because now... So, uh, Crazy West was, uh, you know, going after the, the Jewish people recently, and now Crazy he's... Crazy Yay. Crazy Yay, yeah. Um, he was going after the Jewish people, and uh, then he decided to uh, jump on George Floyd, I guess much like the officer did, although he doesn't believe that's what happened. He believes uh, now that Kanye West thinks uh, George Floyd was killed by fentanyl, not the knee of the officer. Yeah, to the totally point where, uh, you know, fentanyl in the system and the officer's knee had nothing to do with it. Right. Uh, is what he said. And the, uh, you know, the family of George Floyd now suing for defamation, $250 million lawsuit, which, yep. you know, in, in the wake of the Alex Jones stuff is, you know, seems to be jumping on perhaps, but at the same time, it, he's put it out there. Well, if, he's, if you're going to be an idiot, say something like that, then right. you should pay the price for it. An absolute moron. Um, you know, and it, it was, as the family is saying, something that was done. Doesn't even need comment. Like, yeah. like why bring it back up? The, the, it is said through the attorneys who are representing the Floyd family, Mr. Floyd's cause of death is well settled through evidence presented in courts of law during the criminal and civil trials that were the results of an untimely and horrific de- uh, death. And with that, they are going after him for harassment, misappropriation, defamation, infliction of emotional distress. You know, uh, Kanye, what if it was your brother who died at the hands of the police or one of your kids? I don't think that stuff ever occurs to these people. Not at all. Did you know Meghan Markle at one time was a briefcase girl in the game show Deal or No Deal? I did not know that. She was there from 06 to 07. But uh, when she got the job, she quit after the one year. Because she felt that it was just portraying her and the other women as bimbos. Quite simply, she said... <laughs> Did she just, not read the script? Well, right. Was there even a script? <laughs> One pager. Wear black cocktail dress. <laughs> well, maybe that's it. The fact that you got this gig with zero lines. Did they Yeah. Did they even speak to Howie? Maybe occasionally they said the odd thing. Like a little joke here and there. We but I mean, less than a, one of Barker's girls. Yeah. Uh, she, this uh, this woman, and she's another one who needs to lie down and shut up. She says, quite simply, we're told to be hot and hold the briefcase and have called upon to open said briefcase. Did you think this was Shakespeare in the park? <laughs> <laughs> and now there's all sorts of photos that are being leaked all over the Internet about her and risque outfits, probably for different parts and different shows. And yeah, everything. But, uh, listen, uh, there's she, a big pile on with her. She had a life before Harry. Mm. Yeah, I think you know as much as the royal family or perhaps others would like to say there was none. She was she did nothing before that. That's just not the case. Well, and the royal family had moved along quite a bit. If you remember, Diana had to prove she was a virgin before right. she was allowed to be married to Charles. Uh, Meghan had been married and divorced. You know, uh, black father, white mother, uh, all these things that just not would have been allowed in the past. They. They uh, opened up to that. I I think what we find with her and him, although it seems to me with 
Harry that he's just, you know, following her around as she yanks the leash. But it, it all it all seems so phony. How how do you marry into this family that you claimed you knew nothing about? Meanwhile, there are photos, and I know things could be photoshopped, sure. There's a photo of her in a condo she was living in in Toronto when she was filming Suits, and there's a coffee table book of Diana. <laughs> how, do you, how did you not know well, what you were marrying into? I, I don't know if you could ever know the extent of what that, that you know, conglomerate mm. is. It's not like you're just marrying into a family. You're marrying into a sure. business, an entity, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I just found the whole... I was suicidal in all of this stuff to be a little too much, too heavy in the drama department. But I didn't live her life. What do I know? We're all told we got to speak our truth. So she spoke her truth, and I just find she rubs me, certainly, the wrong way. Maybe it's because she's not rubbing me. Maybe that's what I'm upset about. She's rubbing Harry and not me. Um, we're going to give Megan an award, make her feel better about herself. You know, if the whole deal or no deal thing really was a drain on her, we want her to feel good. Okay. So we present to her, from Rock Mornings, a beautiful award. I didn't like feeling forced to be all looks. Oh, will you shut up. And little substance. Shut up. And that's how it felt for me at the time. Shut up. Being reduced. Shut up. To this specific archetype. Shut up. I was thankful for the job, but not for how it made me feel. Shut up. Which was... Please shut up already. Not smart. Shut your pie hole. We're working here. And I would end up leaving with this pit in my stomach. Shut up. Knowing that I was so much more than what was being objectified. <laughs> Why don't you shut up? There you go. The, the Craig and Lucky Shut Up Award. <laughs> we will we'll present that to many people. <laughs> we, got a, we got a few on that list, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're going to get it. Do you believe reality TV is real reality? Oh, no. Many people do. No, they, like you know, people get sucked into this bachelor and bachelorette yeah, stuff. And, yeah, you know, oh, it's it's watch them find each other's true loves. Yeah, yeah. They all seem so desperate. Like we're watching this love boat reality thing right now because a relative of my son's girlfriend made it onto the show. Oh, really? And he's gone like I think a couple of episodes, but they literally show up on this boat looking for love. And within, like, six hours, they've fallen madly in love. Right. With maybe three or four different people. Well, I, think I can't they, decide. I think they know the concept, right? Like oh, if you, sure. If you, if you go on and say, I hate everybody, you're not going to be on the show very long. <laughs> <laughs> you walk through life walking into your new job, and by lunch you've told somebody, I love you forever. <laughs> a great story coming off of the uh, set from 2002's Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. There was a, a baboon, I guess, that couldn't keep secrets. They were filming uh, in a uh, in a room with a bunch of caged animals, including a rather ill-mannered baboon who kept distracting the actors. And, of course, if you remember from Harry Potter, a lot of the actors were young, so they couldn't keep it together. And every time this baboon started acting up, chaos would ensue. Well, what was it doing? Just yelling? Masturbating. <laughs> Pulling his little bamboo put. And his own magic wand. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They'd all start laughing and they go, oh, my God, look at that bamboo. As, you know, young kids would do. It got so bad on the set that they made a game out of it. Everyone who uh, disrupted a take had to put money in a bag, and at the end of the shoot, the money would go to charity. Why wouldn't they just remove the baboon? Well, I guess it had to be a part of the scene. It had to? Like, I they guess. couldn't have another animal? His, his contract's dated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this scene. <laughs> he read his contract more than Meghan Markle did. <laughs> the worst offender on the set? 
next to the baboon was Weasley. <laughs> he was unable to control himself, much like the baboon, and would giggle every time the baboon went at itself. Let's talk friendship, shall we, Lucky? You want any more friends? You need more friends in your life? You want to make a friend? Uh, no. Well, if you're looking for friends, there's some uh, top traits we want in a friend. We want them to be trustworthy. We want them to be loyal. We want to be able to rely on them. Got to be kind. They got to be friendly. They got to be caring. Helpful, good listener, approachable, and funny. Wow. That's a lot to ask out of one person. Yeah. I'm at the point now, I don't even want, like, social friends, like, social media friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, if I want to friend me, I'm like, oh, do I really even have to click? Do and I you... have to investigate whether or not they're worth being a friend? <laughs> As you age, you find, yeah, you'd like to remove friends. Yeah. You're going to lose some along the way. Um, I guess on that list, I'm, uh, well, none of these things. <laughs> I would not be a good friend. <laughs> All these years, I realized I wouldn't be very good at this. Now, if you uh, want to keep a friend for a very long time, then uh, trust is important. Right. Uh, listening to each other, supporting each other, loyalty again. Always being there when you need them. Have a similar sense of humor. I think oh. that's big, the sense of yeah. humor part. You have to be able to laugh at the same right. thing. What's the point of having friends if you can't joke with each other? That's it's right. Really what you need friends for. You know, it's funny. Maria has said for years, she'll hear me on the phone speaking to a friend, saying the most vile, horrible things to them. Right. And they'll be like, all right, talk to you next week, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. I've never spoken to my worst enemy I, that way. I know. Here's <laughs> the same thing. He's like, that's how you talk to each other? <laughs> like, yeah. It's kind of what we do. out of each other. It's what we do. Bust each other's balls. Uh, you're thoughtful towards each other. You're sh you have shared morals and values, shared interests. You love just hanging out with each other. This is how you save a friendship. Right. Well, sometimes, too, with friends, they frustrate the hell out of you. Mm. Right. But, again, there's the loyalty. You know there's there. It is interesting with friendships and just people in your life. You know, people come and go. And, and when you look back over the years, you, you, you can kind of go, man, yeah, we were we were tight for a while there. And then he just disappeared or... You know, and it happens at work a lot. You, you get uh, you get tight with people, and then they move on to new jobs, and you move on. And I've always felt like there's going to be maybe a handful, if you're lucky, a few people outside of family who you're just stuck with. Um, but there's going to be a handful of people maybe that come into your life that are there for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. It is kind of like some people come into your to your world for a certain period when you need them, and when they need you, and at whatever purpose they served. When that's done, they move on and you move on. You right, know? yeah. I mean, I, I can think back to uh, a few people that were really important in my life for certain moments, for one reason or another, and then not of anybody's fault. Every, you know, things just changed and everybody moved on. Yeah. Well, one of them went to jail. That was oh, that helps. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and through stages of your own life, too, yeah. right? Like for me, I had, you know, just school and high school and, and, and then university. Yeah. Where, you know, everyone kind of comes in and then mm -hmm. spends four years where you think you're really tight together. Yep. And then leaves. Yep. And, uh, and then after, and even with social media, something you can't even find. Right. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting for you to watch this unfold with your boys because we watched it with ours. Certainly, a David more than Daniel. Um, David was such a social butterfly, and he had a group of buddies in high school. So by the time he got into like grade, I want to say around ten or so, he really started mixing with these about four or five guys 
they were to be by his side for life. That, right. that, those were his boys. Yeah. They were. They had big plans. They were going to finish high school. They were all going to go to the same university together. They were going to get a condo in Toronto together. They were going to leave Windsor behind. And they got plans. They got plans together. Now he's up in none of it. I don't know where the hell those other four guys, but you, I think he's still in touch with them. But, you know, they just believed that was it. Yeah. They were going to be together for life, like a movie. They you know? a rat pack. Yeah, you get your boys. And, and it's funny, when kids are young, they really mix and mingle with a lot of different people. They don't really make those bonds with mm. friends until probably they're about, you know, I'd say 14, 15. They'll have casual friends, but there'll be those that group that they're tight with. Well, because when they're really young, they don't even know what a friend really is, no. right? Like, you know, they my kids would come home and they're like, hey, I got a new best friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. What's the name? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys must be tight. Yeah, they need to work on that listening yeah. to the other person. When asked how often parents read to their kids, about three-quarters of parents claim they read books to their kids every day. Huh? You lion sack of poop. <laughs> Not a chance. I remember when my kids were little and I'd crawl into bed with them and read them a book and they would end up being on my face. I'd be out cold before they were. <laughs> Very young, yes, we try. We read some sort of story. We try to get some sort of bedtime routine. Won't be every day, obviously. No. Three quarters every day? You liars. We always want to paint ourselves to be much right. better yes. than we actually we have, are. We have story time. And That's right. It's perfect. But, you know, if you do read to your kids, you don't need to read that long. Actually, kids don't want you to read that long. They don't want you crawling into bed with them and reading the entire Harry Potter series in one go. Right. Um, the most popular response with kids was like five to ten minutes. That's all they need. They okay. just need to chill yep. a little bit, you know? You don't need to finish the whole damn book. I remember the problem for us was our oldest. Uh, he wanted the same book read all the time, <laughs> night after night. To this day, <laughs> it's really annoying. Rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety-four-nine, The Rock.